rolling. Y'all ready? This is the start till every week until like February or some shit. Welcome everybody back to the Built Different Podcast. This is Gold Rush, episode 16. Week one is just around the corner. As we're recording this episode, it is September 4th, which is a Monday, which means the NFL starts in three days, boys. Three days. Three days, three days. So we're here, episode 16. I got Bill the Thrill hollering to my left. <laughs> Bill the Thrill. And then, then I got Dom Boy to my right. How you guys doing? I got my car fixed today, so I'm pretty happy. I'm good for you. Good for you, bro, man. That's, that's exciting. I had, a, good. I had a little screw in my tire. They had to fix that up. But, you know, we good. We back on the road. Don't worry about yeah. me. You know, I'm... No one's worried. No. <laughs> yeah, I was... I was not. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. But, but well, we I'm excited football is coming. It, yeah. It's actually starting to feel real here. We had preseason. It felt cool and all. But we got real-life NFL football yeah. three I, days away. And I feel like it doesn't won't hit until, like, out my – well, actually, NBC is calling the game on Thursday. So it's That's Chris good. Collinsworth and Mike Tirico. I'm excited for a black man to start off the NFL season. Fair enough. Yeah, we like that. That is exciting. Like, I mean, I, like yeah. I, I feel like the, the, the NFL season for me, like, it never feels like it's officially on till Sunday. Yeah. Like, that first Thursday game, it feels like, you know, it has that, like, little pay-per-view-ish feel. Like, you know, like a little special event kind of feel. Right. But then once Sunday hits, every single game's going on. You're watching your bets. You know, you're, you know, comparing it to everything. It's, it's going to be a fun time. Right. But, Bill, you got another fancy beer. You got to tell us about this. <laughs> We've got the Hudson Valley Brewery. Okay, Hudson Valley. That's, that's right around the corner. Okay. It's a sour double IPA with raspberry, lychee, toasted coconut, rose petals. Okay. And this shit's fire. Is it? This is one of my favorite beers I've ever had, honestly. Just crack this and I couldn't be happier. So that was your first time tasting? It was right now? And it's fantastic. Really? Give it a rating out of 10. Uh, this is nine and a half. Nine and a half? Uh, yeah. Right. Gotta reserve the 10 just in case something beats it. But right, anyway, just in case you got something that's crazy. Might be the best. All right. So, yeah, that, this is, you know, this is Bill's thing. He always comes into the house drinking something crazy, whether it's an energy drink or a beer. So, we're just gonna ask him what he's drinking every episode from now Often on. it's both, a little upper, a little down. <laughs> Fair Keep enough. Fair enough, fair enough. And how you doing, man? Doing good. Golfed this morning. Golfed? Yo. Locked in. Yeah. Locked in over there. Yeah, Dom's got like a completely clear head. You could tell that's what golf will do for you. Yeah, bro, I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. So what we're going to talk about um, on our script today is we're going to talk a little bit about fantasy first. Um, but then we're going to give you some recent headlines. We're going to talk, we're going to wrap up the preseason. Not a lot to talk about. You know, preseason was pretty, you know, regular, regular, everything that we expected out of it. Um, but we're going to touch on it a little bit. We're going to talk about our number one teams going into the AFC and the NFC division winners, a week one preview, the top defense in the NFL, um, our big fantasy discussion on Bill's block. Um, we're bringing back the five winners and the five touchdown scorers because we have another competitor, Dom, who's going to be competing this year. Um, then we'll give you some closing takes. So, to start you off with some quick fantasy discussions, how'd your guys' drafts go? Ah, uh, listen, some good. Some, <laughs> well, really, most great. I, I'm very happy with all my teams except for one. Uh, happy to say I participated in my first fantasy draft combine. Love that. Finished first. Love that. I got the corner wow, uh, hole tossed first. down. I got the the football throw right on point. Here's the video. Had a nice little scoop and score, as you're going to see here. <laughs> Go. 
Who's locked in? So who'd you take with the number one pick? I got Justin Jefferson. All right, cool. Yeah, and that team is the only one I don't feel great about. For my draft, I accidentally drafted Daniel Jones. I don't know how it happened. Yahoo, I don't know if it's tripping this year, but I made a draft board because I knew I wasn't going to make it to my draft for the first half of the picks, and it still drafted me Daniel Jones pretty early. I was a little steamed. I was a little heated. But I drafted Jared Goff and Aaron Rodgers eventually, so I think that'll make up for it. Two drafts go. Oh, it's so funny. Half of them, like a two hundred dollar league, bro. Uh, I I I, I auto picked my first pick, which is Cooper Cup, and I was pissed off. I wanted Tyreek, but as one of my favorite teams, like that was good. But on a hundred dollar league, I fell asleep because it was Travers weekend the day before. It was Travers the day before. <laughs> I didn't go to sleep till five. I had an in person draft at nine, so that after the in person draft, I'm tired. I forgot I had the draft. So no, this dude did like twenty drafts. I've been ten different leagues, but like <laughs> you know, I for the most part, I'm ex- everyone's shooting on my team. I like my team. I like where I, I got. I have Deshaun in a lot of leagues, and I'm on Ron in a lot of leagues. So we'll go from you know. I like we'll go from there. We'll go from there. I there is a real possibility that Broncos' offense just sputters again, mm-hmm. and Sean Payton has to eat crow, and you know. Yeah, uh, I feel you. I don't think that. I think Sean Payton's gonna be locked in this year, and Russell be locked in. Yeah. But I don't know how I, I can see. How, I can see how you could because their own line still is not the best. I think it's going to be a building year. Yeah. And I don't think Sean Payton knows that yet, but okay, it, I, I think it's going to be a building year. So I'm worried, but overall, aside from running back situation, I like my squad. Yeah, I don't know too much about it being a building year because I think the talent's there. I think they got the yeah. talent on the defense. I think they got the talent on the offense, especially Same. you know with their rece- they have a strong receiving core. All Russell Wilson got to do is throw to him. Um, so we'll on see. On time. Yeah. He'll throw it to him. Yeah. But he might, <laughs> he won't throw it on time or to the yeah. right person. So. I mean, so that's the thing. I think a lot of this boils down to Russell Wilson. And I think, like, like I mentioned in the offseason before Sean Payton signed in the Broncos, which, by the way, <laughs> got that one right, baby. You know, I, I just think Sean Payton's perfect for Russell Wilson because yeah. Russell Wilson didn't need a rookie head coach there with him to start. He needed someone that's going to keep him locked yeah. in day after day after day. Because, you know, Russell Wilson, the, the lifestyle that he lives, yeah. the money that he gets, like, it's very easy for him to just stray off, you know, the being locked in, you know, every single week, you know, playing dominant yeah. football. It's easy to get off that when you're, you know, your wife is Ciara and you have all the fucking Sierra. money. And Sierra, my bad. You got all the fucking money <laughs> in, the, in the world. It's, it's easy. Yeah. It's very I think, easy. I think what you're getting out there is Russell Wilson felt like he was more of a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers where he can come in with a young head coach and he can be the leader of the team. He can essentially be the coach himself. That was never him. And when he tried that, it failed miserably. So no. n- now realizing that he's more of a Geno Smith and can perform if he has the right coach. I think Gino's I think disrespectful. I think Gino's disrespectful. Because, oh, Bill! <laughs> because Russ is a, he's a Super Bowl champion. He's a Super Bowl champion. He is. But I just think that's why I have reservations on the Jets this season because of Nathaniel Hackett and his play call. Because, like, you know, it's just it was just one of the worst I've ever seen. Like, legitimately ever seen. I'm a Browns fan. I've seen, <laughs> oh, like, Jesus. Yeah. So, like, I've seen terrible play calling. That is a different that perspective. Was a I had to lift your Chip Kelly. Play calling. But, yeah, but Chip <laughs> Kelly was, like, at least had, like, some, he had an offensive mind of, like, Sean McCoy. He, just, he wasn't a player's coach. Like, he called good plays and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I just think Nathaniel Hackett was, I don't know, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. What, it's a big rush. Like, like he was saying, they have everything, talent-wise. They do. I think they do. Defensive front, corners, safeties. 
They still have a good defensive back. system going like, on it's, there. It's, it's good. And Champagne, it's, it's really all up to Russ, so we'll see. Yeah. I like that. All right, so some recent headlines. We'll break it down. So speaking of Cooper Cup, I like the segue. Um, Cooper Cup, um, they had him still day-to-day. However, some apps have him questionable. Dom has him doubtful. Well, I was watching Good Morning Football this morning. Or I was watching the highlight video. And Ian Rappaport said that he's in Minnesota right now working on his campaign. Yeah, so he's still, yeah, still in Minnesota. Got an update like 10 minutes ago. It says he is still legitimately right now in Minnesota as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, he's, he's it's probably looking like he's not going to play um, yeah. week one. Um, so my question to you guys is, yikes. How's this, how's this looking? Because in my opinion, I feel like this is the Rams' one hope here. I feel like Cooper plays, your offense looks one way, Cooper doesn't play. Yeah. It's yeah. a whole different... I do think Van Jefferson's growing. He's getting better. He's cool. I think he's <laughs> But, I mean, if you go from here to here, it's still growth. It doesn't he's, a, it's he's, a, he's always been, a for me, he's a cool number three. He should be a number three. That's all I think he'll ever But the be. thing is, he's been used as number two more often than not. Right now, he's got to be used as number one. So, we'll see if rookies can come up. We'll see if Tutu Atwell can come up. But, you know, I think... Here's the thing. If they can turn this into just valuable reps for more of the receivers and get them real-life game experience, I can see it paying off down the road. Right. I can see Cooper Cup pulling attention from them, and all of a sudden, they might be able to perform a little bit. That could lead to the Rams doing better. I don't think they were going to win in week one anyway, so it is what it is. We'll get to our picks later on, but ultimately, if he has to sit one week, the Rams might survive. If he has to sit two or three weeks, you might as well fold the season. Yeah. Um, Rams stink. Um, Cooper Cup. Um, he probably should... Probably, I'm mad. I'm so... Even I'm even more mad that I drafted him because it, this I promise you week one's not gonna be the only game he's, not, he's gonna miss. Yeah, you know he he's or gonna he's, gonna, he's gonna concussion or hamstring. Yeah. Like the Rams are done. Trade Aaron Donald, Matt Stafford, go you know do broadcasting. Just McVeigh, if you want to take a break too as well, you can do that as well. I just think it's they're they're done right now. Yeah, my thing with Cooper Cup as well. It's like even if he is healthy. Is it enough for the Rams to be in it, like, ha- like down the stretch to... Because if, if they're not in it, they're going to rest them. Because that's, that's all they got. <laughs> He's Cooper Cup. Yeah, but... It's not... I think, realistically, why would you want somebody... Here's the struggle. NFL teams have to live through mediocrity, typically. Every team gets there at some point, and they get stuck there a long time. The Rams aren't even good enough to be mediocre without him. Which is honestly what, what they need, though. Yeah. Like they, they, they need that. They need, in my opinion, they need to suck. They need to do bad. They need to rebuild. Like they're, trying, they're trying to hold on. Uh, yeah. It's weird. They're trying, <laughs> they're trying to hold on to this. Yeah. But it's, they sold their souls to win a championship, and it, it worked. And yeah. I, I, don't know if they still, I don't know if they have a first-round pick this year, but if they did, I mean, they'd be a sneaky team to like, tank for Caleb Williams, you know? Yeah. Like, they'd get Caleb Williams in there. It would keep Sean McVay to stay there and coach, yep. Yep. and then you could build around Caleb he's, Williams. He's going, to, he's going to Arizona. So, Kyler's getting the hell out of there. Yeah, <laughs> well, that that too. I mean, yeah, Kyler could go somewhere. Kyler could go somewhere, and you know. And, you and, saw that. You saw that pregame speech, or the, they were they were making fun of it. 
Who's their head coach? I think it's uh, Cliff's Bay. Uh, no, no, that was their. Yeah. Hold on. I want to say Gaston. I don't know. I forgot his name. See, this is how bad they're. This is probably the only screen time they're going to get all year. Yeah, Jonathan Gannon. Gannon. So his um his pregame speech was literally so bad, because um, he was like, "Who who drove a car here? Who drove the bus here? Doesn't that fire you up a little bit?" <laughs> He's like, "We're here to win." Yeah. I'm looking for some fucking animals. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sitting there yeah. like, oh. "They said it's the most uninspiring speech of all time." But um, a big trade that happened because we haven't talked about it since the. Uh, the last episode that we had, uh, and I know this is probably old news by now, but Trey Lance traded to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? Um, honestly, people say it's more of a look on the Niners than the Cowboys, but I think it's more of a look on the Cowboys than the Niners because, you know, you know, quarterback is quarterback is kind of like golf in a way. You gotta have your mental straight. If your mental's all fucked up, you start throwing pigs. You're not, you're not, you don't have good chemistry. 100%. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like getting that does not help Dak in any bit, any shape or form. Because I think Cooper Rush was solid for them, 5-1. and one. Um, Only lost to the Eagles by a touchdown. I think Cooper Rush is a solid backup quarterback, no QB2. So them getting Trey Lance is kind of like, okay, Dak, kind of have this year, maybe next year. If you don't, we're going with Trey. That's what I, you know what I'm saying? You don't draft, yeah. you don't trade away a third-round pick for a kid that's played three games, bro, if you yeah. don't trust Dak Prescott. So yeah. that's how I look at it. The Niners, bro, yeah, they traded all those picks for Trey, but they got Brock Purdy, got Sam Donald. You move on, you know? Yeah. From a Niners standpoint, first off, thank you to San Francisco for all those picks that we turned into Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Bradley Chubb, right. and Channing Tindall. We got three great players and Channing Tindall. And... Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah. And then you get Trey Lance for that instead. So, you know, we'll take it right. any day of the week. But for you guys, hey, you got something. Here's the thing. You go, you walk into that draft and you're looking for the quarterback of the future. You still found the quarterback of the future. It's hard to do. Brock, it's Brock Purdy. We'll see if he really is, like, the future. Mm-hmm. But... I think if Trey Lance ended up what Brock Purdy is doing right now, you'd be content, right? Right. No, for sure. So, with that said, you can't be too upset because you still found your quarterback. Right. And ultimately, you flipped him for a fourth-round pick. It helps you out tremendously on salary in in the coming years because even on a rookie contract, the payment due to Trey Lance is no joke. It's not not negligible money. So, I think your team gets better for it. Better than having him sit there as your third string and, and drama and be like, huh, yeah. when are you gonna, is he gonna play? And, and yeah. the thing is, it sounds like all that was outside noise. Talking to like Purdy and in, in the media and everything, everyone oh, seems to like Trey Lance. They love Trey. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. I didn't know that until well, after he was oh, gone. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's just yeah. But no one hates. No one really teammates love each other. Yeah, for for the most part, correct. Yeah, yeah. Not always the case, yeah. but I. Kind of thought there was more drama than there is in that room. Yeah. There's not. Yeah. It, everybody respects one another. And I like Sam Darnold as number two. If there are injuries, which there certainly were last year for right. the 49ers. Right. I think Darnold can do essentially Brock Purdy things. And they'll be all right without Trey Lance. Yeah. So they win here, in my opinion. Even though it really looks like a skid mark 
it, it definitely ends up being some kind of profit. I'll, I'll say I don't. I don't think the 49ers win. There, there's no way in hell they win this trade. I, I get they get they get the fourth round pick. Right. But, I'm not saying they win the trade. I'll say that they no, don't, no. They don't I'll look, say I'll say more. They don't look as bad as the Cowboys do. Oh right, right, right. My, that's, that's crazy. I don't necessarily think the Cowboys look bad because you gotta you gotta look at facts here. The Cowboys have, in my opinion, one of the best teams put together in the whole NFL. Okay. They're they're up there with the Eagles, the 49ers, you know, some of those teams in the AFC. But the thing is, it's just Dak Prescott. You get him towards the end of the season. And he falls on his face, falls on his face, falls yeah. on his face. So you get Trey Lance as, like you said, like that fire under Dak Prescott. It could be a negative, yeah. but I think it's going to be a positive. Dak Prescott, he just got handed a huge-ass contract. I think this trade is going to be more nothing than it'll ever be something because Trey Lance is gone in two years, where I think Dak is gone in three years maybe. I think he still has three years left on his contract. But Trey Lance, he'll be gone in two I doubt he's gonna to want to be a backup for the next however long. Potentially, I don't, yeah. he gets that choice. <laughs> well, yeah, but I doubt he's gonna to want to sit here and just waste away on the Dallas Cowboys while waiting for Dak. I mean, yeah, I get it. Dak does get hurt. He has had some freak that's injuries, where I was go with it. and that, and that's fair. Dak has had some freak injuries, but I like it. You get you get a solid Trey Lance. I mean, I'm huge on Trey Lance. I know he's yeah. only played three games, right. but I think the upside on Trey Lance, you bet on that. Whereas on the 49ers. I can't say that they've won the trade because of everything that they gave up. Yeah, now it's a different story. You got Brock Purdy, move on. But it's just, I don't know, man. I, I can't wait to see what Trey Lance does finally given an actual chance without, you know, a freak injury happening or without any random competitions that shouldn't be there. Yeah, right. my thoughts on the Cowboys side of this is it it's really for one particular circumstance. Like you said, Cooper Rush is the perfect backup to Dak if it's a short-term injury. Mm -hmm. We saw what he can do for a few games. Is Cooper Rush going to lead them to a playoff victory? Absolutely not, in my opinion. I don't think he's built for that. If Dak goes out for a game, Cooper Rush is the backup. If Dak goes out for the season, you've got to get Trey Lance up to speed. And he brings a different type of upside that maybe, some way, they can squeak out a playoff win or two or a run, you know, but that run is not happening with Cooper Rush. So that's why I think Trey Lance is on the Cowboys. I, I get it. I understand. I don't know. Don't like it. I don't but think Dak, I, don't, I just, I don't know. I don't think Dak finished his career as a Cowboy. And, and, and I, I don't like, they didn't let him know before they did that. You know what I'm yeah. If, that, if that's your franchise quarterback, you pay thirty million dollars. I think it's clear as day that he's not, and I think like that, it, that's what I'm saying though. Yeah. So like, I think Trey Lance is going to be their guy, but I do think that we do we we know more about Cooper Rush than we know about Trey Lance. Really? Like Cooper Rush is a six and one quarterback, and Trey Lance is. A, I don't even know the records of like he didn't. He's one and two. Some shit, something yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I would feel more comfortable going into the playoffs with Cooper Rush than Trey Lance because I know what I'm gonna get. He's yes. been there, done that. I know what and he has. He already has. He already has. You know. Um, he already has continuity with the players on the Cowboys already. So. To me, it's like they don't have faith in da- in Dak, yeah, and they don't trust Dak to the fullest. Oh, like, would would you trust Dak? Would I trust Dak? Would you trust Dak? Yeah, I would trust Dak. You're talking about Dak, who's been given a. 
freaking, I mean, you would probably agree with me. Like, you agree with me last year. He's been given phenomenal teams back to back here. This is going to be a third year. This is like a third year in a row where they're having a top, top team. And then, see, that should be undoubtedly. Like, we should probably be looking at these Cowboys this year. Like, they're number one, in my opinion. I don't know about that. That, exactly. Why don't you know about that? Because Mike McCarthy. Well, yeah, but, you know, Dak Prescott. Okay, two reasons then. Because Mike McCarthy like, and Dak Prescott. Like, but at the end of the day, like Mike McCarthy can get it done in the regular season. We know that. Yes. It's just with that. That's like, Dak, though, too, as well. Right, yeah. Dak, but, well. eh, Dak Prescott, yeah. And Cooper Rush, for we know what he is, but he's 210 yards a game and one touchdown a game. In five starts, he's got five touchdowns. That's not going to do it. You know, like, mm-hmm. that's... That's the thing. That can do it in the regular season when you rely on defense. And Cowboys need Jesus. I think we could leave it there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they need something. Um, <laughs> so to, to wrap up, up recent headlines, do you guys think – so Aaron Rodgers, he's been dominating headlines because Hard Knocks has been giving them you know extra camera love, which I think the Jets are taking very phenomenally because um, we've seen teams in the past not take um, the Hard Knocks camera too well. Um, but the Jets specifically and Aaron Rodgers, do you think Aaron Rodgers is joking around too much? Or do you like this out of Aaron Rodgers? I'll go. Um, I think I think it's just Hard Knocks is kind of fiending on Aaron. I feel like Aaron's just being Aaron. I've, I've always been an Aaron fan. Like, Because yeah. like, I'm a big Pat McAfee show. I'm a Pat McAfee fan. He'd always be there on Tuesdays. And I just think that's Aaron. Like, if you, like, know... Yeah, if, if you, you like, see it, Aaron, if you watch it every Tuesday, like I do. Oh man, he got kind of dark last year though. It no, was... but that's just Aaron. Aaron Rodgers going down a little dark path last year. I, was... I think I don't know. That's like none of that like surprises me about Aaron. He's very he's he is that's who he is. I just think like Hard Knocks is kind of making it more about Aaron than than the team itself. But that's what that is though. Aaron Rodgers is a big market, you know, big, big market, market city, and it's yeah. like. You know, it's it's now or never kind of for the. It is now or never for the Jets. So I don't know. I'm not. I I I'm more like concerned about like how the hard how hard knocks is being filmed than Aaron Rodgers itself. So I think Aaron Rodgers is, is is fine with me. I don't think you're doing too much. That's fair. I think the New York media is gonna eat it up if they start off slow. Right. I think if they start off on two on three, they're gonna and they say easily he's could. not taking this seriously. And they easily could. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. I, I, I think they get swallowed whole if, if that happens, <laughs> right? But <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think it, it's it's huge for Zach Wilson. I think Zach Wilson benefits a lot from this right. whole thing, and right. and you know taking football a little bit more lightheartedly, and and you don't have to oh, be so down. It reduces the the pressure off his back. It's so much. Not being a starter takes a lot of it off, but Aaron Rodgers is really taking the rest of it off. I did not expect him to do so well with Zach Wilson, like as in that mentoring role, because I know Brett Favre didn't do it for him. Right. The reason why I did it, I don't mean to cut you off, the reason why I did is how, like, I think Zach Wilson did bad enough last year to where he can consciously sit here and understand why they went out and got another quarterback. So it's kind of helping him relax into that role. He said out loud, if you bring in a veteran, I'm going to make that but dude's life living hell. But it's also Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know, I know. But, like, he clearly wasn't that self-aware I, I, recently. Well, but at the same time, it's the New York Jets. Like, the Jets, when you see the Jets, you're kind of not 
I I mean, yeah, Aaron Rodgers was always in play for the Jets, but I don't think at the end of the day a lot of people expected in that moment, in that time, yeah. that Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers was going to be the guy that they'd end up getting eventually. Yeah. I thought like, they were thinking some random veteran quarterback, which, yeah, Zach Wilson probably would have made that guy's life hell by, you know, fucking his mom or whatever the, the case may be. But uh, what did happen with Joe Flacco? <laughs> I, I'll say this: when he said that, when he said that, Zach Wilson did say that. I I I loved that for him. And yeah. He should have said that. Right. Like if he'd said, "Oh, I'm just let him just take my job." Like no, like you gotta you gotta be a dog out there. Like you gotta do that. But um, I mean, I was expecting him to treat Zach Wilson like that because he treats Jordan Love like that. Yeah. Like he wasn't happy with the pick, but like. He gave, he gave Jordan Love nothing you, but love. And you, so can see, like, and you can see, and I'll touch on that in the preseason, is that you can see in Jordan Love's play that he learned right. a lot. Learned a lot from, from Aaron, Aaron bro. Too. So that's just like, again, like the narrative from the media that yeah. puts upon Aaron is so different than like who he really is. And, you know, uh, you know it, like I said, this season's Aaron's going to come to play. It's all about that O-line. Just to circle back on one thing with Zach Wilson and really the league as a whole, there are three things that we're going to find out pretty quickly uh that two of them very quickly and one might take a while but uh if Zach Wilson performs after Aaron Rodgers leaves the Jets and if Anthony Richardson is trash for the Colts who did not set him up for success and if Jordan Love plays well then it's really going to prove that sitting a quarterback for some time letting him get that experience is the thing you need to do, a la Patrick Mahomes. It's the thing that you need to do in order to set a quarterback up for a good long career. And if that, if two of those three things happen, then we are not going to see quarterbacks playing in year one for these teams that were bad enough to pick first overall. Right, right. No matter who it is, they're going to try and get a veteran ahead well, of them that they can learn from. Well, think about all the top quarterbacks right now. I mean, Josh Allen had a horrendous first year in the NFL. He did. Joe Burrow got hurt immediately he coming did. into the NFL. Patrick Mahomes, he waited that, that first My year. And then, you know, he did really well. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he's still a top quarterback. He waited he sat behind how Brett long Favre. behind Brett Favre. Jalen Hurts, he did he he sat behind the whole Carson Nick Wentz. Foles and Carson Wentz Whatever bullshit was going, on, going on. He got to wait. Um, and who else do do we have? I mean, Tua Tua, he, he got to sit behind um, Conor McGregor. <laughs> but I mean, I think that honestly might be the way to go because we see all these other quarterbacks getting a start right away. Right, and, and it's, it's not going to be a hundred percent, but still, right. I, I think you're going to see a lot more often. Where right now you're seeing a lot of them get thrown in the fire. And I mean, shit, even Tom Brady's had besides behind fucking Bledsoe. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but go nice uh, another nice segue. Segwaying into the the preseason, what is your guys' big preseason takeaway? Mine is is that the two players that I loved, I think the most was number one Jordan Love, um, showing a lot of flashes to Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I think there was a video that they put on social media of you know side by side comparisons from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. They even spiced it up by putting you know Brett Favre in it as well. Uh, but Jordan Love playing well, he scored a touchdown in every single preseason game. Um, footwork looks great. He looks, you know, very composed. I know it's preseason, not really any, you know, big moments yet. But I I expected this. I know we talked a little bit about it. I'm expecting Jordan Love to be a solid NFL quarterback. Um, but I love Sam Howell, too. Yeah, Sam Had a very good end to the season last year when they, when they called upon his number. 
carried into the preseason. They gave him a lot of snaps this preseason. Um, but they want him to be the guy. He's going to be the guy there in Washington in what seems to be a make-or-break season before they decide to do another, yet again, another rebuild. Um, but how do you guys feel about the preseason? Overall, I'm not taking anything that I'm really going to hold on to for super long. I'm waiting for week one. I, <laughs> I think week one is going to tell you a hundred times more than the entirety of the preseason is going to tell you. Uh, thing I like that happened, Baker Mayfield getting named the starter for the Bucks. I think that's big. Um, and Who's then his competition? Kyle Trask. So, young guy versus Baker. You kind of know who yeah. Baker is at this point in his career. You don't know who Kyle Trask is. The Bucks think they had a chance at winning right now. I hate well, that Baker's in this position, man. I know, I know. I, I agree with that. I hate it so much. He deserves yeah. better, man. I know yeah. you're the Browns fan. No, that's my guy. But like, and that's another one where he was thrown into the fire too soon. So, just yeah. a little blast to the three minutes to go past here. But yeah. still, it, it's... That ruined his confidence. That ruined who he is. But here he is now with, I'd say, the best weapons that he's maybe right. ever had. Right. That's, that's close call. But, for sure. For sure. But, yeah, Mike, an old Mike Evans is still better than pretty much anything he's had before. So I like that Baker Mayfield got named starter. So if I have to call one thing out, that's what I'm going for. Um, nothing really that I've seen in preseason – but the thing I'll say during this whole preseason that I don't think people are talking about more, I just think the Saints are really good, bro. I think the Saints are really good, bro. I think that defense is a top five defense. I think Derek Carr, I think Derek Carr is, I wouldn't say pressure, but I think he has the biggest chip on his shoulder Yeah. besides potentially Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think that Olave is a dog. I think... Michael Thomas is still a dog. I think that that team is the best team in that division by far. And I just believe that in that division, I think the Saints have a top five easiest schedule. I just think the Saints could win at least 10 games, bro. So that's just how I feel. That's a good point. I mean, there's not a... I think Derek Carr thrives in situations where the most pressure is taken off of him. Yeah, yeah. I think once the pressure gets onto Derek Carr, I think that's when it when it becomes a real issue with that guy. So right now, I think the Saints got nothing to lose. I mean, they're, they're a team with nothing to lose. It's a division where no one's gonna care who wins. No one's gonna care who loses. Not that many. They don't have that many primetime games. Like right. they're gonna be, yeah. they're gonna be winning games on the low. Like, and on the, like, oh, why the Saints? And on the other end, two? and on the other end, you know what? You're kind of buying me here because on the other end. If you get everything you can get out of Derek Carr, Alvin Kamara after his three game suspension, and you get him healthy, Michael Thomas. Yeah. And well, yeah, they're the rookie or was rookie wide receiver. Right. It's a decent start. Jawan Johnson, Jimmy Graham. That's like, the thing. Yeah. I that's something I want to call out too. You suddenly have a crazy veteran presence with this team. Yeah. So Kamara's been in the league a while now. It, Jamal Williams has been in the league a while now. Uh, So they get a rookie running back that's going to learn from Kamara and Jamal Williams. I'll take that. Right. And then, so Kendra Miller should get off to a nice little start. Right. In the tight end room, you got Jimmy Graham teaching Juwan Johnson the ropes. Exactly. In the wide receiver room, Michael Thomas. And frankly, Michael Thomas is one of the most talented wide receivers we've seen in a long time. Mm -hmm. He just needs to stay healthy. I don't trust that's going to happen. But. Olave learning from continuing to learn from him and now being able to learn from Jimmy Graham a little bit as well, learning from Derek Carr. I think everybody's going to take a step forward with Derek Carr being in that building. 
So the whole offense should improve tremendously. Defense side of the ball, they're good. That's it. They're, they're, they're not great, but they're definitely good. So I can see that. I, yeah. I actually like that take. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Huh. Appreciate it. Good job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, moving on, who is your guys' number one team going into the season in both the NFC and the AFC? So the AFC, um, I believe we might agree across the board. Did you agree no, with the Chiefs? No. Oh, okay. So that, that's a good start. So the AFC, um, I'm going to go with the number one being the Chiefs. My argument being that I think it's the Chiefs till it's not. <clears throat> Reason being, they're the Super Bowl champions. I get they lost Juju. I get, you know, Patrick Mahomes has barely anyone to throw to right now besides Kelsey. Um, but, you know, it's it's still Patrick Mahomes. It's still the Chiefs. I'm going to believe into it until I'm, you know, I can see why I wouldn't. I like what the Bengals have. I like what the Dolphins have. And I especially like what the Ravens have. Um, but, you know, all those guys, I'm going to have to see it a couple weeks into the season before I can believe that they're number one over the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I'm going to just echo that entirely. The only thing I'll add is I could see the Jags suddenly giving them some problems. I'll throw the Bills and the Jets in Jackson, there, too, yeah. as, like, potential people I could uproot them. Right. But I got I, I can't say it's not the Chiefs until they tell me otherwise. I, it's on the Chiefs to prove me to me that the Chiefs aren't the Chiefs anymore. So until then, I got Chiefs number one in the AFC, too. Yeah, number one, like you said, Jags, bro. I have the Jags. The Jags. Because. Easier schedule, I Because. Easier schedule. Um, and I just think. Chargers, I think the Chargers and I think the Broncos. I just. Yeah. They're going to be better than the Texans and the Titans and the Colts. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like the Jags have a favorable schedule to them. And Chris Jones being out for eight weeks is huge, bro. That's a lot. So huge. He's um, crucial to that. He's their, he's, their, he's their defense. Yeah. Like, yeah. that defense is awful. Um, like, horrendous. And I just think that any on Thursday, I'll be betting the over. Because I don't think there'll be that many stops on off that uh, Shout out to Jared. Yeah. Oh, shout out to I can't wait. We're almost there. We're almost there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that that's definitely fair. So, who is... Oh, wait, no. You said the Jaguars. I'm bugging. Yeah. Um, but, all right. So, for the NFC... You know, it's fly, Eagles, fly, baby. I'm going to stick with Philly on this one. You know, the defense is looking great. Um, sucks that we let Greedy Williams go. I really wanted that to work out. I, I love when we picked him up. But he was, a, he was a fucking bum this preseason. And I was really sad. I really wanted that to work out because I wanted us to draft him as well. Um, and we finally got our chance to have him, and it just didn't work out. But the offense looks to be in ry- rhythm. A.J. Brown is looking fucking good. Devontae Smith is, oh my God, is he looking fucking good. I love what this is about to be. Um, I, I think the 49ers, um, I, I got, I'm going to wait and see. I don't know if they're going to be healthy from point A to point B. Um, I specifically look at McCaffrey. I know everyone's kind of hyping up McCaffrey. Yeah. And it's rightfully so. The guy is definitely the most talented running back in the league. Love it, whatever. But he in the past, there's been a lot of times where McCaffrey has not been healthy. He's gotten older. I feel like if he goes down, this offense is going to start to to go down with it. Kittle hasn't been, you know, the healthiest guy either. Brock Purdy, we've only seen six games, um, you know, from him. Um, you know, we saw a couple, you know, in the playoffs, but he also got hurt. So we'll see what happens there. But I don't, I can't take San Fran over the Eagles right now. I'm going with the Eagles. Not saying that the Eagles and the Chiefs are going to meet in the Super Bowl or anything. But those are my number ones, and they have seen in the NFC. Fly Eagles, fly. 
Bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> I am taking the Niners. There's no doubt in my mind I've got the Niners. Number one, the NFC. Uh, I think they can withhold or withstand injury, rather. I think they can do it anywhere but CMC is the thing. If CMC goes down, I get it. And by all means, that at least knocks them down below the Eagles. But frankly, that might knock them down to, like, bottom uh, not bottom five, but like <laughs> I was about to say bottom five. Outside yeah. of the top four or five, I'd say, yeah. if they lose CMC. Because he brings such a ridiculous amount of fright to Man. the team. That him up next to Debo him. alone is just nuts. It is. So if Debo goes down, you've still got talent in that wide receiver room. If a lineman goes down, if a quarterback goes down, you can withstand all of that. Because I don't think the step down from Purdy to Darnold is that significant. Right. Yeah, compared yeah. to what we saw last year, and you know, I honestly don't don't mind me. Call me a hater, whatever you want. I honestly like. I would love Sam Darnold in this lineup. He he's the veteran. Yeah, I think like, I would love it. I think he's scary in that in yeah. that offense. Yeah. And he looked solid with whatever the hell the Panthers had last year <laughs> when he was on the field. So almost charged them to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. So. I like Sam Darnold. It could be Sam Darnold revenge season if uh, if he gets the opportunity, but we'll see. I, I don't I don't think there's not that much that can knock the Niners out outside of the CMC injury. Bosa on that defense, it's the defense is nuts, like you said. Potentially top defense, if not at least one of the top defenses. So we'll get a little more into that later on. Right. But uh, I really like the Niners for number one. Yeah, uh, I like the Niners too, but like I said, my dark horse is uh, the Saints just because of uh, schedule. Yeah. Strength schedule-wise, yeah. you're absolutely right. Saints have essentially the easiest. They're tied yeah, with the Saints as the number one in the NFC. I just think well. they could be a 12-win team, and when you look at it, when you look at it, the Eagles, I think the NFC. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! <laughs> I can just see them in 12, 11 games. And you, if you do that, the matter. But I think that. I, I, think I don't think 11 doing it. 12 could be the number one. Right, right. I, I don't right. know. I feel like someone wins 13, maybe 14. I can see San Fran winning 13. And he, let me throw this out there. Strength schedule wise, here's the rankings for strength schedule across the entirety of the NFL. Easiest, Atlanta Falcons. Second easiest, New Orleans Saints. Right. Third easiest, Indianapolis Colts. Fourth easiest, San Francisco 49ers. Right. So they're not far behind. They're not far behind. Yeah. You have to consider, though, like, with the Eagles, the only reason why they're not being considered one of the easiest schedules is because they're facing the Commanders, Giants, and Cowboys, teams that they smacked off the fucking pavement last year. Yeah. But I digress. Yeah, whatever. I, I get it. I get it. I like it. But the Saints, no, I don't know. If the, if the Saints are number one, though, I'll, I'll get you a Saints jersey. Coffee. Coffee. I'll get you a Saints I mean, jersey. I need a Lobby jersey. No cap. Okay, yeah. Lobby. If the Saints are number one, <laughs> yeah, if the Saints are number one, I'll get you a fucking Saints jersey because that's just fucking insane. That's our first bet of the year official. Um, over Saints. But I'm over comfortable. Saints wins. That's my bet. Over that, Saints wins. No, that's if the Saints are number one in the NFC. All right, but Because <laughs> their over under is probably like what? Fucking 9.35? Or 9.5? I would say 8.5. Yeah. That's a pretty good win total. I didn't realize that. The yeah, no. current line is plus 105 on 9.5 wins. That's crazy. My bet that, though. Yeah. But um, So who do you guys have as division winners? I'll go through mine's quick. I got the Bills in the AFC East. It, it's really tough to pick between the Bills and the Dolphins, but I'm kind of – I'm. Ex- uh, it, it's really hard to expect a healthy season from Tua at this point. Got to see it. Got to see if, if he's healthy from point A to point B, though, yeah. I think the Dolphins have a chance to even go undefeated. 
Dolphins are fucking wow. good with Tua. They also have third hardest schedule in the league. I don't care. With Tua, that team is going to be nuts. They can beat anybody and everybody. I agree. With Tua. But they're but, not. They're not. All right, let me say that. They can Come on, Bill. Anybody. Be a homer. Be a homer. Be a homer, Bill. Come on. They can beat I'm giving you permission. Be a homer. They won't beat everybody. <laughs> all right, fair so, enough. So do you want to do you by divisions first? Yeah. So All right, so I, I got Bills. I got Bills as well, actually. It pains me to do it, but I got Bills taking the first spot in the AFCs. I, they will get cooked. Week, this team will get cooked week one. Not cooked, but they'll lose. They might get cooked. But I have the Jets winning the division. I just think Aaron Rodgers is locked in. Okay. I just think Aaron Rodgers will galvanize. Galvanize. Few, galvanize these young young bucks. I could see them starting slow and, and yeah, turning around. Yeah, that's fair. I just think, I think it's between, but I do think it's between the Dolphins and the Jets. I'm not high on the Bills this year. I think either the Bills or well, Bengals. Bills just look smooth. Bills, or, smooth. Bills or Bengals will miss the playoffs this year. Yeah, I'm just hoping to jinx this Bills team. That's yeah, all. Yeah, I, yeah, I was, see, yeah. I just think that Von Miller being out for four for four weeks. I just that think, hurts. Yeah, I just think he's. Uh, it's gonna screw with the rhythm right. as well once he's back, and, and you know, but he really adds that rotation. Oh damn! Once yeah. he once he's in there, so uh, they got a hard schedule all the way through. The Jets right. is no joke either. That's so. No, I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, AFC West. Okay. Um, I got, <laughs> I got, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, yeah, again, Chiefs. yeah. I'm yeah. It's, it's we talked about being number one in the whole yeah, AFC. Yeah, we don't Chiefs. have to go into a whole lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chiefs, Chiefs win the division. As long as Pat Mahomes is healthy, this team is is gonna. Chiefs be win fun. the division, even if he's not. Chiefs, Chiefs win the division, but sneaky second could be Broncos. The Broncos have a good ceiling. I like the Broncos more than the Chargers. Yeah. They just have a very. I just I'm, re- I'm really low on the Chargers. Besides in this Week One matchup with the Dolphins, even though I just said the Dolphins will go undefeated. Yeah, undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, all right. So in the uh, yeah in the AFC North, <laughs> I got the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I love the Ravens. Uh, you know, I'm sorry for the Browns. Yeah. Sorry for the Bengals. Um, I'm really high on the Ravens this year. Um, Lamar coming back. I don't think he misses any games that he shouldn't miss. I mean, obviously, if he has a major injury, he'll miss some games. But I think if it's a little bullshit injury, he's not going to miss the games that he's missed in the past. I got the Ravens, and I got them with a pretty fucking good record. So. Yeah, I've got the Ravens as well. Uh, I think they have the best defense in the league. I, I Roquan Smith is a monster. He's such a big addition to that team. They were crazy good once they got him last year. They almost won without Lamar, and that was with Tyler Huntley playing awful. Right. If Lamar stays healthy, they're unstoppable. Like right. This is a team that has the ability to go undefeated, but they won't. They, Lamar does make mistakes, especially in the new offense. Todd Munkin's offense should be more pass-heavy. It's going to be a lot to get used to, but it's going to be a lot for defense to get used to as well. So I got the Ravens. Uh. Yeah, so the Steelers have Matt Canada calling plays, so that's a joke. Um, oh, I thought you were about to say the Steelers. No, and their O line is still a question, but I think this. I think the Steelers have the potential to be better defense than the Ravens. We'll see. I think they'll be nine and eight. Yeah, just to preserve Mike Tomlin's winning right, record, right? You know, but uh, I think the Bengals. I think Joey B being hurt affects them. Um, Baltimore is legit. My guy Odell's over there, but Todd Munkin was there on, on when Odell first went to Odell. When, when Odell first went to Cleveland, Todd Munkin was the OC. Okay, and I that's bad play calling. I see bad play calling. I see bad schematic. I've I've seen it. So yeah. even though he went to Georgia and fixed some shit, I, it was awful. We had to run him out of town. He was horrendous. Yeah, that was so, rough. 
So, I gotta go with my fucking Browns. I love the odds of three plus three twenty. I just think that uh, I also think we have sneaky chance to get Chris Jones too. Part of me feels like we could get Chris Jones in a little bit in there for saving cap room, <laughs> but I just think uh, I think we're gonna be sneaky this year to stay solid. So I'm gonna be a homer and get my team. But right. it, but if it's not my team, it's the Ravens. I'm with you guys. All right. Okay. If it's not my team. It's the Ravens. All right. And then uh, last division there in the AFC, um, I think we got this across the board. It's the Jaguars. That division is trash. The Titans are barely hanging on. I, I personally didn't want the Titans to hang on to Derrick Henry and Tannehill, um, but they did. Yeah. Yeah. And then they added on Hopkins, so it's... Here's the thing. Here's, yeah, let's say, here's the thing. Yeah, uh, here's the thing. Not that I'm not here. Jags, Jags are winning the division, but <laughs> yeah. Titans were 7-2 and two before, or 7-1 and one before Ryan Tannehill got hurt. And then, Seven, and then, yeah. And then they went kaput after he got hurt. But I'm just saying, he came back. Jag should win. But Rabel knows what he's doing over there, bro. We started off this whole podcast. Look back at episode one, one of our first segments. We talk about Mike Rabel being a dog. Yeah. He's a guy that we trust. He's a coach right. that we trust. That's yeah. how this whole thing. <laughs> I trust him. I just don't trust this fucking same old shit anymore. I, I get it. I get it. But this same old shit is solid, dog. And they could have won the division. They only had to win one fucking game, Dom. Yeah, but that was with Josh Dobbs. <laughs> they only had to win that one. Ryan Tannehill. They couldn't squeak one win by. Well, that's because of Ryan no. Tannehill wasn't playing. Was with saying. no Derrick Henry and no Ryan Tannehill, no. Literally, no, and they no, lost no. by three points. One game? I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying Titans... Yeah, and listen, like and I, the yeah. Jags are on a whole different trajectory. They right. they started this and ended this. The Titans did the opposite. And they're, yeah. But it's New Year. Why did D-Hop go there, bro? On a two-year deal specifically. Why did he go there? We talked we'll about see. being on a two-year deal. He obviously has some faith because he is – it was clear he was supposed to do a one-year deal. And get more money the following year. Right. Prove himself this year. Get more money next year. But Vrabel's like, lock in. Just lock in with me. I fuck with Vrabel, bro. All and right, you know we'll what? I'm, see. Not, I'm not picking the Titans to win a division, but I'll be happy to be wrong on that. We'll see. So I'm throwing him in for a wild card bet. There's no okay, no I doubt bet. in my mind. I'm going I'm to throw him in for a wild card bet. I'm not picking him for the wild card, but I'm putting money on it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> the Tennessee Titans will not make the playoffs. Okay. <laughs> All right, so... NFC East, I obviously got the Eagles. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm a, I'm always scared, you know, a little bit of the Cowboys. I think the Giants, they, they've built something healthy um, in New York, but I still think this is the Eagles' division, um, hands down. I don't think it's going to get taken from them. Everybody's healthy. Um, everything's looking good. There's no drama going on right now. Um, I, I just like it. I got the Eagles, too. Yeah, I got the Eagles. Like, it feels yeah. good to be in this position. Yeah, because <laughs> because of Dax Prescott's incapacity. Incap- what's the word? He sucks. Incapacity. No. <laughs> Incapable. In- in- Incapable. In- 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 I don't know. All those things. Incapacity. Shout out, shout out vocabulary, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, he's incapable of just... There you go. Uh, yeah. That's a good one. That's we get it. Dak that, that Prescott can't get the job done. He's incompetent. In his, because his, his incompetency, yeah. yeah. That's the one. That's the one. That's, the one. that's, that's going to be a great choice. Yeah. I'm going gonna, gonna to go ahead and flip. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my mind right here. Just, I, I thought of something. Don't you do it, Bill. There hasn't been a repeat champion in the NFC East. Since 2004. 
The Eagles did it in 2003, 2004. They frankly did it from 2001 all the way through 2004. But there hasn't been a repeat champion in that long. There's been really good teams in that division in that span. There's been Super Bowl champions in that span. Quite a few, in fact. So I'm going Cowboys just yeah. to throw a curveball. Just, just to be Bill. Yep. <laughs> just throw a curveball. Bill the thrill. No. Um, so in the NFC West, I'm going with the 49ers. Um, hands down, 49ers. I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, I know I just said that they weren't number one over the Eagles, but I got them number two. So, you know, 49ers, I think they'll walk right on through that division. I don't yeah. even think it'll be close. I think they'll have that with. I think it'll be close. Yeah. I think Seattle. I, Seattle, I think Seattle's no team to disrespect out there. Well, he, he disrespects. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and disrespect it. <laughs> I, I, I can't think Geno Smith can do that two years in a row. Okay. I don't see okay. it happening. Okay. And even if he does, I okay. don't think it'll. I still think. There's no just matter what. So they're not making the playoffs? The 49ers, I think, huh? They're not making the no, playoffs? No, no, I got, the, I got the Seahawks in the playoffs. I don't. Who do you wow. have in the playoffs? Who do you have in the playoffs in the NFC instead? Let's finish our uh, division winners here. I'll hit you with some wild cards. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> So we all got the, we all got the 49ers. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so the next division um, would be the NFC South. I got the Buccaneers. I'm going to be funny here. Um, I'm going with the Buccaneers. I hope that's my guy Bakes. Just to be funny. Well, it's not even to be really funny because they I could win. It's a real chance. They could win. I mean, the Saints. You know, while I like your arguments, yeah. I actually really like your arguments. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I do think it is a lot of what ifs because you know Kamara is gonna have to come back from the three game absence, get out of his head, get on the field, do his thing. Michael Thomas is gonna have to play more than two games. Derek Carr is gonna have to stay consistent all year long. The defense is going to have to stay healthy. Um, I got the Buccaneers. I think Baker Mayfield is – when you put pressure on Baker Mayfield, he does his best work, I think. You saw it in Cleveland. You saw it in, in fucking L.A. I loved it. You know, Baker Mayfield had a blast in L.A. That was that was fun to watch. I got the Buccaneers taking the division. And I know it's not a popular – I bet you nobody has the Buccaneers besides me. In this room, yeah, but... Uh, no, in, in the world. Other people have, but... I don't know. We'll see. I hope Baker, Baker's mom has the Buccaneers. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if she... I don't know if Baker's mom got the Buccaneers. So, I don't think pressure is on Baker right now. That's the thing. I, I, I could see him performing even better, not the pressure actually is off. Pressure is off in I LA. Think, now, I, I'm going to disagree before you before you continue with your take. I think the pressure is on Baker, because if he does not have a good year, he will not have a job next year. He won't be a starter. I agree. To with start, that. yes. Yeah. I mean, he'll yeah. be. He'll always have a backup role somewhere. Right. Right. But, and and yeah, technically, when you got a young Kyle Trask behind you, you yeah. you could be yanked at any moment. So, yes. all right, I, I get where your pressure's coming from a little bit more now. Uh, but I still go with Saints. I I had the Saints even before our conversation, but you got me absolutely locked in on the Saints now. Yeah, no, I'm like I'm fucking Dom fired me up with the Saints. I'm ready to watch the Saints week one. <laughs> I can't wait. I literally can't wait. To be clear, you said if Michael Thomas plays more, has to play more than two games. I've got him at three games. If you can find that line anywhere, lock that in. But I've got him playing three games, and I still think they got it. I, okay. I think they're right. just That's a really solid yeah. team through and through, especially compared to that division. I think it's going to be close between the Falcons, the Bucks, as well as the Saints. But yeah, I, I, think the I don't Falcons know. Stink, but I feel you. I think the Panthers are behind this year. I'd put them in for next year, though. 
Like I think I don't think they got, they got a nice the Panthers have a better chance than the Falcons. I, I think the I'm Panthers the Panthers have a shot to win the division if the Saints fall apart and then obviously if Baker doesn't do yeah. well with the Buccaneers. Yeah. I think the Panthers would then be I mean, obviously, because I don't think none of us believe in the I'm with you on Desmond Ritter, by the way. I don't think he's good he at all. Stinks. He's he's, he's a great game manager, in my opinion. He didn't throw a single interception last year. He stinks. He didn't play a ton. But I, I think he's solid enough with what could be the number one rushing attack in the NFL. I like Algier a lot. He stinks. Bijan's great. <laughs> Desmond Ritter doesn't need to be very good. I get it. That's, I, I, For I'll a nine-win team, because nine wins very well could win that division. Right. We know that okay. from last year. Well, I'm saying in that division, though. In that division, they, they could have, Well, I just think that division has good defenses, though. I think Carolina's defense, because I think Carolina's defense started playing well. I think Bucks' defense is obviously good. And you know I love the Saints' defense. I think if they stop the run, then it's like... Can you stop that they, run? Yeah, we'll that's, see. That's going to be the we'll question. See. We'll see. We will. We will. The NFC North, I'm going to go with, you know, in the media, I don't think a lot of people are picking them. Shout out to Jared Goff. This is going to be my first shout out to Jared Goff. Even though I think I mentioned it like three or four times already. But I'm going with the Detroit Lions. Um, you know, the Vikings obviously are the team that everyone would probably go for here. Some people are jumping on the Bears train, like my guy Dom here. Um, Dom is a big Justin Fields fan. I can verify that. Yes. Um, and the Packers, they, they, always, they always have a shot. But I'm going with the Lions. I like what the Lions have. I think it's going to be picking up where they left off last year and if they do that it's going to be it's going to be a light show in Detroit. They they have a shot to do some monumental things this year. I think they can be up there with the Eagles and 49ers. They just got to stay as consistent as they were in the second half of the yeah. season. Well, yeah, I think I think it's Eagles, Niners, Cowboys and then that fourth team. Could be no. the Saints, could be the Vikings, could be the Lions. No. Um I have the Lions, but I want to switch it to the Vikings because I think Brian Flores will lock, will get that defense yeah. locked in out there. Um, also, the Vikings then, lost a lot of people. That's just my that's just my only thing. Yeah, they lost they lost a lot of key guys. The, the, and obviously, I mean, I don't know. They did, but obviously, I just think the development with Brian Flores is going to help them a lot. Yeah. And, and they and do they, they do need that because if yeah. they if they had that locked in defense they totally different last year yeah totally yeah. different yeah yeah yeah. Yo, yeah they beat the Giants like it, like that's what I'm saying they won so many games last year and that defense was top five to, like the worst defense I've seen like just awful just it was terrible bad. defense yeah. like, Look what Jeff Saturday Colts did. <laughs> Jeff Saturday, I'm so glad he got brought up. No, Jeff Saturday, like, the Browns defense was bad and it wasn't worth it. Was, it wasn't worse yeah. than the Vikings. Like Vikings were terrible. So, um, but yeah, I have I have the Lions, but and I have Chicago being a seven seed. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so for the NFC North, I've got the Vikings actually. And yeah. here's the thing: like you thought, not a lot of people have the Lions. The odds for this division right now, you've got the Bears at plus 430, you've got the Packers at plus 350, you've got the Vikings at plus 260, and you've got the Lions as the favorite at plus 145. And I love plus 260 in Minnesota. That's, Absolutely. That's easy money. That's like money like to like, yeah. But with that said, like, I mean, I'm not against hedging a little bit on the Lions because I don't see the Packers and the Bears doing it this right, year. Right. But still, it's I think I love plus two sixty. That that's yeah. great for the yeah, Vikings. People are sleeping on them, and I just don't understand it. They've I think it's a team that got better. Yeah, I fair think points fair points. Kevin O'Connell in year two is going to be better. Right. Period. Jordan Addison, a dog. 
Yeah, you watch that quarterback show, and Kirk Cousins literally does everything in his life just geared to try to win football games. And it's hard not to root for Kirk. It is. It is. is. But it's also hard not to root for the Lions. So, like, I want to root for the Lions. But my money's on. I'm rooting for both. Yeah. And, and I like, want both in the playoffs. Yeah. It's totally, it's totally fair arguments. Like I'm not sitting here saying like the Vikings. Like I, I would still have them as the first wild card seed if the Lions are to win the division. I'd have the Vikings yeah. the first seed, and then I'd have the Cowboys, and then I'd you know most likely have the Seahawks if I if I was to give you my wild cards right now. But the Lions, it's just what they're gonna have, and then what they're gonna add throughout the season. I just can't bet against that. Yeah. Because they're, they're going to be great off-rip, and then they're just going to get better. They did and get a lot just, better throughout the season last year, clearly. They that, had the biggest turnaround. So, and, they I, got, and they got better defensively. That's what they needed to they do. Did. They did great work on their defense, I thought. I'm curious about the moves of running back. I yeah. can't say they got better with drafting Jameer Gibbs and replacing Jamal Williams with David Montgomery. But I, I think, I think the, the reason why I love that is because, you know, with Jared Goff being as good as he is with quarterback, the weapons that he's going to have with him at wide receiver, it's going to let Gibbs. I hear you. I just I hate the lack of consistency when yeah. they could have just kept Swift. Yeah. And losing Deuce Staley is no, no small thing. And I think he yeah. was important in that running back room. Yeah, where's he at now? Uh, did he go to the Panthers? Maybe. Let's yeah. find yeah, out. He did. Yeah. So, I I don't love that. Yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna say this though. I'm calling this right now, and I I wish there was an easy way to put this bet in. I guarantee you that either the Lions or the Vikings are going to smash the hell out of the winner of the NFC South in the first round of the wild card playoffs. I'd love to see that because. I don't think even the same. I, even if they do great, I even if they're twelve or thirteen right. wins, I don't think they're going to be prepared for the playoffs because of that easy schedule. I'm going to do it now. Listen, I'll say even though I want the Lions to win the division, I really want Kirk Cousins to have some success. All right, you know I I love the guy. You know in the preseason, you know with the with the mustache. Let's see if he keeps it. You know wearing the jersey with no shoulder pads, just being in the game when he's not in the game. He's got you the know, chin strap. Chin strap buckled just in a game he's never going right. to get Yelling, you like that. You know, I've always loved that shit. Like, you know, watching the quarterback, seeing how, seeing more of who he is. I would really love it if Kirk Cousins has some success this year, whether it's a MVP, fuck it, a Super Bowl ring, you know, some playoff wins that gets the media off his back a little bit or increases his stock up to quarterback rank. I would love to see some success out of Kirk Cousins. I think that would be cool. I love that. Yeah, I mean, he kind of looks like he works at Whole Foods, but... Fuck it. Um, shout out Whole Foods, yeah. shout out Kirk Cousins. Yeah. yeah. I, I, lo- I, love when, I love when white people do extraordinary things. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah. That they're not supposed to do. Kind of used to that. But, yeah, me too. <laughs> I should have... I'm going to reel that back in. I'm All right, so moving on. Finally, some week one song. Hang tight, hang tight. Because we got to circle back. I had told Dom I'd answer this. Uh, for my wild card teams who I got in the NFC playoffs, obviously if I pick the Cowboys, I do have the Eagles making the playoffs. Right. I've got the Lions making the playoffs. I've got the Giants locking up that seventh seed. Interesting. Interesting. So I don't see Brian Dable getting worse. Uh, that team had no talent last year. Right. And they didn't add much, but they added some. So, right, right. you know, I, I think they trimmed a little fat. I think they added a little. I think the Giants get better. It doesn't reflect in the win total because – I think it's a little harder schedule, and you're not going to squeak out some of the stuff they squeaked out last year. 
but they end up in the same spot, just seven seed. Yeah, I got the same thing. Cowboys, I got probably Lions, at Lions or Vikings uh, to fifth seed. Cowboys at six, and then Panthers, Bears, Giants at seven. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. How about AFC? Who do we have for wild card teams? Uh, I got Jets, um, Broncos. Jets, Broncos, Browns, right? I, I forget. Yeah, Jets. Oh, no, I'm forgetting the Bengals. Holy shit. Uh, ba- Bengals, damn, Bengals, Browns, and Jets? I got Bengals, damn. Dolphins, Jets. I don't want to see the Broncos miss, though. I think they'll, I think they'll I be do. close or they'll barely make, make it. I want the Broncos to be bad, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I think, I think Sean Payton... Is a clown for and like, how he's talking head? right now. Yeah, okay. I think he's talking ridiculous. I think it's you're in this like brotherhood. If you're an NFL coach, you're not supposed to talk trash about the guy that was there before you. You're supposed to thank him for what he did, and even if it's bad, it's going to help you look good. Right. So if it's that, if it was that bad, stay quiet about it. Go out and, and let wait to that your coach and do the That's talk. week four. Yo, imagine Broncos Jets just smack the shit out of them. Imagine the Broncos just smack the shit out of them. Well, that'd be crazy. I, that'd be crazy. I hope the Jets season over. Just for giggles. <laughs> I hope just for giggles the Jets start Zach Wilson in that game and smash the hell out of the Broncos. I know. That'd right. be crazy. And Rodgers just lets that happen. Um, I have the Ravens, the Dolphins. Oh, yeah, that's right, because we were picking a lot of things that we were I got the picking. Ravens. Yeah, I got the yeah, I got the Ravens, Dolphins, Chargers. Chargers. Chargers are an interesting one. I can see it happening for yeah, sure. Yeah, they got the they got the talent, no doubt. Yeah. But the coaching. But they've still got Buffalo, or Buffalo or like oh, there's, I a, or there's a lot of talent the in the yeah, AFC yeah. and not a lot of playoff spots. Yeah. Uh, okay. Is that enough? The AFC, the AFC would kill any. There's a lot of teams in the AFC that would cook a bunch of NFC teams. Yeah, if you like the Browns would be a win, would win the division in the NFC. Yeah. The you pair it side by side <laughs> at the top. I, I it's close, right? I, I think Chiefs versus Eagles, Chiefs versus Niners, Chiefs versus Cowboys, even like maybe. But like after that, just severe drop off, just off the cliff. And then, like, the four seed versus four seed, no chance. It's AFC. Five, six, seven, all the way down. That's fair. AFC wins, but. So, uh, moving on to, you know, to talk to about some week one, uh, week one preview. You know, what is your guys' match of the week? For me, I'm going with the Miami Dolphins and the Los Angeles Chargers. The reason why I'm going for that is because I think there's a lot of pressure on the Chargers, and I also do think there's a lot of pressure on the Dolphins to get off to a good start. Because, again, Dolphins being in a division with the Jets, um, you know, with the Bills, even with the Patriots, Patriots could, you know, they, they could do a little something. Not anyone's expecting them to do much. But um, Dolphins, Chargers, I think two teams with a lot of pressure to come out the gates hot, they're going to need to, um, especially the Chargers, because I think their head coach is on the hot seat as soon as the season starts. Absolutely. If they go, like, 0-2 and, and those games are pretty bad, I can honestly see him getting fired immediately because they're going to have to move. They got they got talent. I know they extended Herbert, so they'll have him for a few more years, so that's not a concern. Um, but nonetheless, they got talent right now where if they get the right coaching staff in there, they can they can make a pretty 
decent run in the playoffs. So yeah. that that's my that's my game of the week. I think it'll be a tense. I think it'll be a good one. I agree with you on the importance of that matchup. I agree with you on the pressure that's involved. I don't think the leash is that short on Brandon Staley. I do have him as my first coach fired. Yeah. I do have that. But <laughs> I, I don't think it's after like week two or three. I think realistically you're not gonna get an interim guy in there that is going to be the future and going to correct it right away. And they're built to win now. So you want to give him the chance to correct it if possible. So I don't think he's getting fired that quickly. Therefore, I've got the most important matchup, Bills-Jets. I think this is going to have playoff implications. I think one of these teams are going to win or get into the playoffs by one game or miss playoffs by one game. And it could be both. It could be dependent on how this game yeah. goes. Yeah, brother. It's crazy. I, I like that. Um, honestly... A sneaky game is really Titans Saints, bro. Titans Saints is a good <laughs> sneaky game, bro. Because they're both. I think with everything in this episode so far, I, 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 I guess, bro. Put me in Louisiana, game like because the Saints right now are favored by three points, and the Titans could easily win that game. And I just think it's gonna be a hard nosed fought game. Both quarterbacks were solid. And yeah. um, you know, That's I just think it'd be a good game. I That's think it'd be a good game. It's a sound football game. But it's not it's not exciting. Right. But it's it's gonna be well, real fun. I, it could I, be exciting. I have an exciting game, but like I wanna keep that for my winners of not obvious. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. That makes um sense. I, I honestly think I think you brought this up earlier just to open up more of a discussion about week one. I think Jared Goff is gonna I, I still for whatever reason, I don't know why he's still surprising folks, because he was good for the Rams. I know he tailed off towards the end of that run, he let the pressure get to him. Found himself in Detroit. I think he's going to surprise some folks here with the very first matchup on Thursday in prime time against the Chiefs. Um, we made that theory last year that usually the Super Bowl um, champion that opens up on the Thursday, um, the team that they pick is usually the team that the NFL wants to showcase this year. I think it's perfect. I think Jared Goff is going to do his thing, especially you know Jones being out. I, I like the Lions. I'm not saying the Lions are going to win. I don't necessarily have a bet on that game. But I would, if I was to bet one thing, is that I think Jared Goff is going to throw the fuck out the ball. I would take the over on that. Um, I, think, I, think, I think it's going to be a shootout. I like the yeah. over and the points, too. Yeah. Chiefs are favored by a touchdown. I think, I'm in the same I think boat. the Lions yeah. could win the game. I don't think they win the game. I think they'll win. or I think, I think it'll be close. I think, I think it's a heartbreaker. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Chiefs, yeah. I think I've some, I, was, I, I think they're 25-0 and 0 in season openers. What? <laughs> That's a crazy stat. No, I think some shit. I know Pat Mahomes hasn't lost a season over. Damn. Yeah. So I know that for a fact. So yeah. I can't, you kind of like with those stats, you kind of have to like yeah. take into account like the UNC UNC South Carolina game. Like the head coach, it was like his hundredth win game. If they won the game, it's the biggest game. It's a Carolina versus Carolina. Of course, UNC is gonna win the yeah, fucking yeah, game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that, yeah. you just kind of have to keep keep into uh, consideration. Yeah. Keep locking. Yeah. Um. You know I. When it comes to that Texans Ravens game, which seems to be the one with the worst odds for the for the loser so far, because the Ravens are favored by ten points right now, which is the Texans. I I'm really hoping, man. I mean, there's a lot of scary stories coming out out of preseason that they they're not looking as good as they should be, considering that they traded their pick for this year to the Cardinals. So it's it's getting a little sketchy over there. But um, I think the Texas it'll take it'll uh, it'll take them a couple weeks. Um, until they're you know winning games and in stride, so I do think the Ravens will absolutely walk on them. 
I think Lamar has a very big week. Yeah. I think he's going to be showing off. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be any rust. Yeah. I think he's going to have probably two touchdowns on the ground. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a little lottery bet that I'm going to put in. Yeah. Um, I don't think so because I, I don't think he's running as much. I think uh, towards the end zone he will. Okay. I think, I you know, within... It, I, I don't in think, the, like, yeah. In the red zone. I can see them yeah. using him in more of that Jalen Hurts role and... and Push the pile. I think. Yeah. I think the NFL is going to learn something on that. He was way too good in that situation last year for the rest of the NFL to not do that. Yeah. They didn't do it last year. I didn't see anybody else push the pile like they do with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, well, well, that's because Jalen Hurts is strong as shit. He is. He is. <laughs> and no, that man's is a bull. Lamar <laughs> might get hurt doing that. To be honest, but <laughs> they're going to push him and like rip out his spleen or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's just a random take that I had. I think Lamar is gonna like show off in that game. I think it's gonna be like a you know welcome back party for him. Um, speaking of uh, you know Jets and Bills, like you said, um, I think the media is gonna demolish the loser of that game. Yeah, absolutely. I think if the Bills lose, people will be like, oh my god, you know Buffalo, you know what the hell are they gonna do? Jets lose, and be like, oh brother, this Aaron Rodgers thing. I don't oh, know. It was a waste of time. I think, I think it's gonna put yeah. very early pressure on one of those teams to win week two. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I guess if I did have a question, what team you know I guess needs to win this game the most week one? That's a great one. I would say it's the Jets. I again, I I think that mm-hmm. that New York media just turns on him, and it's a little tougher in New York City than it is in Western New York. That's really what it boils down to. And I think Aaron Rodgers actually buys into the media hype a bit more. With that said, I don't know. Stephon Diggs could just up and bail on the whole Buffalo Bills team if they lose. <laughs> I could see it happening, man. I think it's the Bills. Just because how can you let a new quarterback, kind of a new wide receiver room, a new play caller, uh, with all this hype, just beat you? In your own yeah. division, like... I, and I feel like, like if Aaron Rodgers is to win this game, he's going to do it with a smile on his face, and I think that's going to really piss off. Like, it would surprise me. It would surprise me yeah. if they win the game. It would surprise me. I just think because it's in New York... It, well, it's in New York either way, right? It's right. in New Jersey. Because it's in New Jersey, yeah. I think the, the more pressure's on the Jets. I think... I think there'll be more pressure if they start 2-4. and four. Because if they lose, yeah. and then they go into Dallas, and they win. Like, I don't... like. I don't know. I think it shows a lot if the Buffalo Bills lose because then like then it's like oh wow that Stephon Diggs drama was something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like a team they aren't as good as the they're they're missing Von Miller or something. And like I think that. the Bills they're gonna have to get this winning going early to prevent any yeah. Stephon Diggs drama because exactly. I think if there's gonna be one thing that prevents this Bills team from winning the division, making the playoffs, it's gonna be Stephon Diggs throwing a fit, distracting the whole team. Josh Allen falling apart because of that, because that's his one, you know, true big star receiver. Yeah. Um, but the, what uh go ahead. The Bills do get correct against the Raiders and then the Commanders. Right. The oh yeah, absolutely. So that's that's but why I don't feel it's that much pressure because look at ooh, look at those next three though. I feel like they're locked <laughs> in for those. Yeah, but then it's it's Dolphins at Bills, then Jaguars in, in the international series. And they'll lose that, where that game is. They'll probably lose they'll probably lose that Jaguars. Is that in London? Yeah. So if it's in London, I totally agree. Jags are used to going to London. Well, no, here's the thing. Jags play in London the week before. So back-to-back London games. So they'll be already used to the time. They're, yeah, they're so used they're to it. The Bills aren't. I feel like and the Jags are, like, at home in I London. I feel like next year we London should play. London loves that. We, we should play to go to Germany next year. Germany was so wild, man. Yeah. I, I love that. 
Yeah. That was I feel that like we gotta play game. Game. That. But this is the year to do it. It's Dolphins versus Chiefs in in Germany this I year. I know, but like that's gonna be a great. Wait, game. Wait, what week is that? I I'll I'll get that for you. That'll be a great game. Uh, it's it's a little later in the season. It's November fifth. All right, let's make millions before then. Yeah, let's do yep. it. Yep. A couple parlays later, we're going. We're going to. Yeah. let's do it. All right, so what are your guys' guarantees for for week one? Just to cap off this week one discussion for me, just to go quick. I think Kirk Cousins is going to start with a dominating win over Tampa. Um, I think him and Justin Jefferson are going to have a really good first week. Um, I have the Broncos starting off smooth against the Raiders. I'm not really expecting much of anything from the Raiders. Um, I'm on side with you. I think Jimmy G is going to get hurt pretty early on in the season, and then they have nothing. Um, But I think the Broncos, no matter what, I don't really have the Broncos making the playoffs. I think I have them just out. But I think they're going to start off hot and then tail off towards the end of the season. I think the pressure amounts too much for them. But I like them to have a smooth start. And then I think the Bengals and the Browns, I'm taking their under for the game. Okay. I think it's going to be a very, very tight dogfight of a game. Okay. And I honestly have the Browns pulling it out. Okay. I have the Browns pulling it out by a field goal. Okay. I, like uh, that. I think I like it's going to be a really, really tight game I like over that. there. I respect that. Um, yeah, just like week one, I'm excited to see that Panthers – how Bryce Young looks. I agree with that. Um, I'm excited to see how the, the Commanders look too as well. I like the minus seven, um, and I'll, I'm excited to see how AR15 looks against the Jaguars. So that's kind of uh, my week one. You know, also I love the Seahawks minus five and a half against the Rams. I think the Rams maybe win two games this year. So that's nice. <laughs> I uh, I very similarly to how you want to see Young Buck on the on the Panthers show off. I'm looking forward to seeing CJ Stroud. Even though it is against the Ravens, I think he might get eaten alive there. But uh, I, I'm still excited to see what he's got. That I love that Texans is team, pretty man. exciting, and D'Amico Ryan's yeah. at the helm is exciting in itself. So I'm excited to watch the Texans, which I can't can't say I felt that way in a good little while. Uh, but I, I do want to see what they have. I and I'm excited for that Jaguars versus Colts game as well. I'm just really afraid that that's going to be a start of the downfall of Anthony Richardson mm-hmm. just because the Colts did not set him up for success. Okay. I think if Jaguars come out and, and smash Listen, the living hell out of the Colts, there's a bet. there could be trouble. There's a bet for the Colts not to win a game this year. It's actually like plus 1,300. Make you a pretty yeah. penny. It's it's not going to. They're going to win some. I don't know, man. They've got a they've they'll got be, pretty They'll beat the Texans. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, once. man. They can do I, it once. I don't know. Yeah. They get to face the Texans twice. Yeah, maybe they can. And maybe they will. Cardinals. I don't think the Cardinals would have gave but yeah. Uh, yeah, that I actually tried putting a bet in. I I didn't like that. I feel like it was minus money for the Cardinals. Uh, Gun to your head, top defensive in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick, <laughs> gun to your head, <laughs> top defense in the NFL. Baltimore Ravens. Niners. I got the Jets. See how it goes. I like that. So, I, I mean, I got the Jets specifically because of how much games they won last year on their own. Right. That's secondary, I agree. And they made them happy. I mean, yeah. basically, they, they paid a couple of guys to stay. Um, you know, they look like they're, they're ready to go for another run this year. And now yeah. they got a better quarterback. So, if their defense was going to win them all those games last year, imagine how much happier they're going to be to play behind Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I think they're – I just think they take a step back. I, I think in year two of this, people are going to figure them out a bit. 
I, that's the only logic I have because on paper they do look better. They yeah. look, yeah. they should be better, but I don't think they will be. Okay, Dolphins fan. Yep, that's probably oh, what it's. Okay, Browns fan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Where we picked five winners from any games that basically weren't obvious games. So, um, you know, the rules essentially just you can't pick anything that's too more obvious. favorable than minus two. Yeah, like like the Ravens and Texans. Um, you're good. You're good. That's fine. Just turn that guy out. <laughs> hey, we're good. We're good. Well, the lights go out. Undertaker's here. Dom's here. This is back to that. Uh... Yeah, no, no, no. Turn it off. Oh, baby. Yeah, turn, it's turn a party now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Technical difficulties. <laughs> no. But um, basically, you know, like what Bill was saying, but like this week, you know, you can't pick, you know, the Ravens, for example. You can't pick them as one of your picks. Who's my survival um, pick, though, by the way? It's either them or the Commanders beating yeah, Arizona. You can just survival kinda, pick? Yeah, you can yeah, just yeah. kind of follow Arizona. I, in one, I did two of them. I got one, I got the 49ers, and in another, I got the Eagles. So I'm going to pick two different picks throughout the... That's bad time to use both those teams, but I feel you. Dude, you hey, do. whatever. Be what it be. Um, so with that being said, you know, I, I'll start. So my five winners... Um, I'm going with first. I got the I got the Denver Broncos over the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, reason why I'm picking that is again I expect the Broncos to come out smoothly against the messy Raiders. They're at home as well. Um, I I don't expect it to be the best game to to watch, um, but I do expect the Broncos to get it done. Um, second pick is I got the Eagles over the Patriots um, in New England. Will be a nice little challenge for the Eagles week one. Um, definitely will put pressure on Jalen Hurts early, uh, but I like the Eagles in that game. Like I said, uh, you know, I might be sacrificing one of my picks early here, but I do got the Cleveland Browns squeaking one out against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I don't like that Joe Burrow is still a little hurt, that he just got back to practice a few days ago. Um, which means he's not going to have a lot of reps going into this game, whereas it seems like the Browns, um, who, you know, there's a lot of good reports coming out of uh, preseason. I like them, you know, over the Browns in this game um, until, you know, I think think Joe Burrow will come around and take the second game in the season, but I like the Browns here. Um, I got the – who the fuck are they facing? All right, I got got the Panthers over the Falcons in Atlanta. Um, I really don't like the Falcons at all. I think the Falcons will have another high draft pick this year. Um, and the Panthers, I think it'll. I think they'll compete this year. I'm not necessarily saying they'll win the division, but I like them in a week one matchup over the Falcons. And then Bill, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go against Bill here. For some reason, okay. my intuition here has me picking the Chargers over the Dolphins in, abs- in an absolute disgusting pick that... Even Chargers my, my heart, undefeated Dolphins. Yeah, I, my heart, my heart doesn't believe the Chargers will beat the Dolphins, but my intuition is telling me I gotta go with the Chargers over the Dolphins. I feel like the Dolphins are gonna get some media pressure early, and then they're gonna figure it out. Um, but I think the Chargers are gonna squeak that in. So, who do you guys got? I'm locking in those five. I'll take next. I've got San Francisco crushing the Steelers. I think the Steelers will be better this year. Not Which is surprisingly yet. only like a three-point difference. Yeah. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a yeah. half. Right now I'm pulling up. Right. So, and, and that's kind of why I'm taking these. These are these are games that the Lions don't make sense to me on. Yeah. And the, here's the thing. Vegas often knows something I don't. But uh, they're, they're games <laughs> Usually, that yeah. the line just doesn't make sense to me on. So I'm still taking these just, just to win at least. 
Uh, San Francisco, for sure, crushing the Steelers. I do have the Eagles as well, which are only like minus 180-something over the Patriots. Um, it's your survival pick. I, I don't know if I'm using the Eagles right here in Survivor, but I do like them to win against the Patriots for sure. I don't think the Patriots really get much better. I think Zeke scores a touchdown. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Uh, but I don't think they do a whole lot yeah. else. Uh, so I've got the Titans. I've got the Titans over. I'm pulling Tom here. I'm, I've got the Titans over the Saints. <laughs> I got Titans over your Saints. Okay. And, and again, I, I suddenly like this matchup a little bit more now. <laughs> but I, I think the Saints are going to take a minute to get things together. I think the Titans are back to what they were doing. So they already kind of have their game plan in place from when they were healthy. I think Derrick Henry, you got to cash in while Henry is healthy. And I, that's why I got Titans here with plus money. I've got the Bears over the Packers. I don't think Jordan Love is going to come out just guns blazing. I, I think Justin Fields should have a good week yeah. against that secondary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think rushing quarterbacks do particularly well against Packers last year. Uh, so rushing quarterback, you don't get one better than Justin Fields right now. And then I've got the uh, Dolphins over the Chargers. Okay, I like that. Um, um, right now I have the Panthers, money line. Um, I got the Browns, obviously. Um, I I would take the Saints just because I guess that, that's my ride or die. The Saints. Um, <laughs> Tom is now a Saints fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Saints fan. Um, I'm gonna do the Bears as well. Bears over the Packers. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna do the Jets. Jets over the Bills. Jets okay, over the Bills. wow. There you go. There you go. All right, so for, for touchdowns, um, I got Nick Chubb getting a touchdown against the Bengals. I think that'll be one of the big deciding factors um, that'll keep. You know, I think the Browns scored two touchdowns and then a field goal. I think one of those touchdowns is Nick Chubb because Nick Chubb is a god. Um, shout out to, to Dom. Um, I got A.J. Brown as my second touchdown. Um, I think with the Eagles being the Patriots, I think one of those will be in the air. Um, and, you know, A.J. Brown is the guy. Um, I said Justin Jefferson um, earlier in the podcast. We'll get off to a hot start this year. So I got Justin Jefferson. Um, Saquon Barkley, I got him for a touchdown against the Cowboys. Um, and I got Christian Watson with a touchdown against the Bears. Mm, I like um, that. I, I, like, I like that. Um, you know, I think Jordan Love, I think if there's one thing that's going to happen in the first half of the season, while he's getting his NFL starter feet under him, he's going to be throwing a lot to Christian Watson. So that is why... I'll be taking the Christian Watson touchdown. So I actually have Dobbs being his guy over Watson, uh, but I do see Watson getting one this week. So I'm with you on that. But for mine, I've got Travis Kelsey. Everybody, every tight end scores one against the Lions. I think like 14 plus weeks, we had a touchdown from a tight end last week against the Lions. That continues with Travis Kelsey. That's an easy one. Right, I like that. Uh, Darren Waller as well. I think Darren Waller is the number one target. We talked about that. I've got uh, Dalvin Cook find the end zone. I think while Brees Hall is still kind of getting healthy, there's some reports that they're going to kind of ease him back into action. So the sooner you take Dalvin Cook, the better your odds are going to be on getting a touchdown. I've got Justin Fields running one in because, again, the Packers were not good against running quarterbacks last year. So, And then I've got Waddle because, again, every every game he plays with Tua, for the most part, he has one. He he at least averaged one-plus touchdowns in games with Tua. Hard to argue against average of one plus per game so right, right. not many people did that aside from jamal williams last year Fair enough. so i'll take a while yeah i got travis kelsey 
Um, just like you. Um, I have I do have Jay Jetta's scoring. Um, I like Odell scoring too as well. I think the hey. I think the Texans I think the Texans violate I mean I think the Texans get violated O D. Um and I like Cortland Sutton as well to get in there. In a sneaky, sneaky pick. That's four, right? I gave you? Yep. Sneaky, sneaky pick. Um I like Elijah Moore. I like Elijah Moore to get in there for the Browns to get yeah. in there as well. So, hey, that, that Bengals secondary is suddenly suspect. They yeah. lost a lot. They lost a lot over the top, specifically. Jesse Bates being gone. And, yeah, so I, I think you can take the lid off of that defense. Right. And I think no better time to do it than week one. Right. So take your speed guy, and I, I can see Cooper and Elijah Moore both getting one. Yeah, or Njoku too as well. Hey, there, there's three. I'll, I'll take all three. <laughs> three touches from Deshaun. And, uh, yeah, that's a good same game parlay right there. Yeah, use your uh, you know risk free bets on that one. But yeah. still, all right. So with that being said, what are your guys' closing takes? I'm just happy for this football season, man. I think it's going to be crazy. Yeah. I think we feel like we got it all figured out right now. Every, everything looks good on paper. I like what you said. I like what you said. Uh, obviously, like what I said. But I think this it's is going to get flipped on its head. Yeah. Within it's four weeks. Well, in this episode, we already got a bet. If the if the Saints win the fucking AFC, I owe you. NFC, yeah. Or NFC, if the Saints if win, win the AFC. AFC, I'll buy you both jerseys. But, <laughs> uh, yo, imagine like halfway through the season, they switch up the fucking conferences. <laughs> That's what um, But yeah, we already got a bet. I threw in some guarantees there. Um, Go Brownies, man. It's going to be a pleasure talking about the NFL week by week. We promise you we will be delivering you one NFL episode a week. Doesn't matter what cast is in here. Even if I'm not in here, we will give you... <laughs> An NFL episode once a week, all the way to its conclusion. We can't wait. It was fun last year. We were hyping up people like fucking Jeff Saturday. We were and we ended Josh up, Allen. Yeah, we ended up in love with fucking Jared Goff by the end of it. Um, we'll see where this year takes us, man. I can't wait. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, share. We are on our way up. We want you guys on the train with us. Like I said, we might be dumbasses, but we want to be your dumbasses. And that's just how it is. So make sure you join us. On this built different journey, we appreciate you. Have a good day. Nice. Whatever time yeah, it is when you're watching this. Yeah. We'll do it. Nah, it's free. <laughs> <laughs>